My entitled brother and sister-in-law are intentionally ruining their daughter's financial future by taking out student loans in her name and spending it frivolously on cars and other things. And I'm honestly not sure what to do. Here's what happened. My brother and sister are extremely irresponsible with money to the point where they have already been bankrupt twice and they are working on number three right now. It just hasn't been enough years yet since the last time. They both owe over $150,000 in student loans as well as credit cards. Plus, they owe more on their home than it's worth because they take out every cent of equity they gain immediately, saying they are going to pay off debt with it, but blow it on more impulsive luxury buys. They have three children. The oldest is 18 and in college. I just found out that they took out massive student loans in the kid's name exclusively, way beyond what was necessary, and they blew it on themselves. They already scammed the kid out of a life savings last summer, buying her a car, but they pulled a switch on her by purchasing a manual transmission that she doesn't know how to drive. I know they did it on purpose because my brother wanted the new car for himself and said it was a fair trade to give her the old beat up ugly minivan instead, but didn't give her the money she put up for the new car back. The in-laws set up a college fund for her as a small child and every holiday, instead of gifts, money was put into that account. When it came time to use the money, she discovered it was all gone. They spent it all behind her back and she had no idea until she needed it and found out. I just found out that they got her deep into student loan debt way beyond what she needed and she hasn't even started her second year yet. They thought Biden was going to forgive the $20,000 so they went and blew through it thinking that it was free money. This poor kid has no idea the magnitude of what they have done to her long term. They screwed up their own lives and finances beyond repair and just couldn't resist taking advantage of their own kid by putting her deep in the hole where she will never be able to pay it off or will be trying for the rest of her life. The career path she is pursuing is not a high earning job, so she is already going to struggle supporting herself on her own after college. I don't think she knows how much debt is being racked up in her name, and if she decides to quit school or choose another path, she will be stuck with a huge payment regardless. Tuition is super cheap as she stayed in state, so they could have easily paid out of pocket and avoided putting her into the same situation they are in. I am disgusted at the level of entitlement that they have to literally rob their own children out of every cent she had, which wasn't much to begin with, then proceeded to sentence her to massive debt on top of it for life, just so they can keep spending frivolously on everything, from eating out every meal, to new tech gadgets, to taking trips, and then having two cars for themselves, as well as clothes and home decor. They also owe my parents tens of thousands of dollars for all the bailouts to save their house from foreclosure, which has happened several times. It would take all day to go over all the rotten, greedy, entitled things they do, but screwing over your own kid is next level. And the worst part about it is they have two other kids that they can easily take advantage of. I have discussed this with my elderly parents who are owed the tens of thousands of dollars and they haven't seen a penny. They paid the down payment on their house and they bailed them out several times, paying for their mortgage payments just so they wouldn't get foreclosed. Honestly, it's only a matter of time before they start taking out credit cards in their kids' names or who knows what. This is all just so entirely awful and I seriously don't know what to do. Honestly, this is actually insane because it really does sound like these parents are committing identity theft. Like they are straight up stealing their daughter's identity and using the student loans to buy whatever they want. Like that is insane to me. I mean, at one point they were even thinking, oh, the president's going to forgive $20,000. This is just free money. Let's go for it. Meanwhile, this kid has literally no idea the mountain of debt they're going to have to deal with. It's probably going to be twice as much as what they would normally think. Like these parents are seriously messed 
messed up. This is really going to ruin this kid's life, and that's not fair at all. So my first thought is, well, hopefully this kid is aware of what's happening to her. I mean, I really hope she's not going through her college career thinking to herself that nothing nefarious is going on behind the scenes, and hopefully she's aware of what her parents are doing to her. And if not, then man, someone has to tell her, because this is seriously bad. This is so bad, this could very easily end up in a court case. And personally, I would really want her to know that, yeah, your parents are basically ruining your life. I can say for certain if I was in that situation and I knew that my parents were ruining my financial future, I would probably lawyer up. Like, there's no way I'm going to take that sitting down. They're literally giving her tens of thousands of dollars of extra debt. Like, college is already expensive enough, but to nearly double that is insane to me. So hopefully everything works out for your niece, because from the sounds of it, her parents are absolutely awful, and she does not deserve the mountain of debt that she is probably going to have to deal with. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My entitled roommate is a complete slob and chooses to play video games all day every day instead of getting up and getting a job and contributing to the house. And at this point, I'm so frustrated and I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So we are both 24 years old living in a foreign country to save up and build a future. I lived alone, but recently, about two weeks back, a close friend lost her job and moved in with me. She said she would be spending her days in the morning applying for jobs while I'm away at work. Ever since she came, she does nothing but play on her PlayStation 5 on my 55-inch TV from 11 a.m. until I come home at around 7 p.m. Then I tell her to let me use the TV as it's my time now, which she gets annoyed and says that she wants to play and finish a certain level. Then if I manage to take the TV and let her shut down the PS5, I use it from around 9 o'clock p.m. until 11 o'clock. And sometimes I don't, depending on if I have other priorities. Then she keeps gaming from 11 p.m. until 4 or 7 a.m., which is honestly all depending on the day. I tried to wake her up today for her interview at 9 o'clock, since, you know, she asked me to do that, but she slept in until 11.10, and her interview was at 11.30, and she was late for it. She keeps acting like a child, like sitting on the couch and asking me to get her stuff from the kitchen or whatever. She never helps with house chores, and she sheds a lot of long hairs on the floor and on the bathroom sink that she never picks up, even after I asked her to. Today, I was checking my electricity app just to see the consumption of electricity, and it turns out from June 22nd until today, she used the same power I used the whole month of June, and there is still two weeks till the end of the month. My rent is high, I have bills to pay, I've got debt, and all I can see is how she is not helping or pushing me up. She is the kind of person with a bad influence. Another thing that annoys me is that she vapes in the house when I tell her not to. I am not a smoker. I've never smoked and I've hated it my entire life. It feels very disrespectful that she doesn't consider my health boundaries. She smokes while sitting beside me indoors with the windows closed. She never helps with cooking too. And she keeps blaming her ADHD for all the things that she's doing. So now I'm at a loss and I seriously don't know what to do. It's honestly time for your friend to start pulling her weight. Like seriously, she is a leech. She's come into this house and she's racked up all of your bills and she basically lied to your face saying that she's going to look for a job but in reality she's just going to play the PlayStation 5 all day and she's doing that from like 11 o'clock until 4 in the morning like seriously she needs to get a job she needs to start contributing to the household and she needs to have something to do and no she can't just blame this on her ADHD there are plenty of people with ADHD who get a lot of things done in their lives so the fact that she seriously is going to try and use that as some kind of crutch or as some kind of excuse is honestly just really dumb and it's completely just a cop out. Chances are she probably does
doesn't have ADHD and she hasn't been properly prescribed by a doctor and she's just writing the popular TikTok trend to be like, oh, I'm so lazy. It's because of my ADHD. Like, no, it's time to get up and get to work because truly at this point, she is just using you. She's not motivated to get a job and it really seems like she's causing a lot of problems in your life. And frankly, if I was in your shoes, I would tell her straight up, you can either get a job and start paying rent or you've got to go. I honestly think everything else in this situation can be fixed if she just gets a job. That is, if you even want her as some kind of roommate in the first place. So hopefully this works out for you because from the sounds of it, she really does not sound like a good roommate and something needs to change or she has got to go. My former teacher treats me like a trophy every time she sees me, despite the fact that she didn't believe me when I told her some awful things about my childhood. And now as an adult, I seriously don't know what to do. Mrs. Smith was my teacher in sixth grade when I was 11. Mrs. Smith is not her real name. She was my favorite teacher and she always told me I was her favorite student and she told me and weirdly enough other adults including other teachers that she and I had a special relationship and I had a special place in her heart and that I was like her own daughter. I usually stayed in at recess and after school to help her with projects. She gave me a lot of responsibility including letting me mark other kids tests for her as well as letting me write down a monthly article in the school newsletter that she was supposed to write herself and letting me write assembly scripts for her. She gave me her personal cell phone number at the end of sixth grade and told me I should call her in the summer so we could get together and she always told me I could talk to her about anything. Throughout the following year we remained close. I still came to her class most days at recess and after school and she started sometimes pulling me out of my seventh grade classes to have me help her with things that apparently I was the only one who could do it. She constantly told me I was smarter and a better writer than any of the other kids and she couldn't rely on anyone else for stuff that she was asking of me. She again told me at the end of seventh grade to call her over the summer. The end of seventh grade was very hard for me. My mom and stepdad, who had previously been awful towards me, but had ramped up this awful behavior throughout seventh grade, kicked me out of the house at the end of seventh grade, which resulted in me going to live permanently with my dad. These circumstances were very messy, and they were incredibly devastating for me. And when I started the eighth grade, I was really struggling emotionally. At the beginning of eighth grade, I told Mrs. Smith about my mom and stepdad and how they've been awful to me, and they kicked me out of the house, and how I was stressed about dealing with stuff related to CPS, the police, the courts, etc., and how I was also worried about my brother, who was still living with my mom and stepdad. Mrs. Smith got very angry at me for telling her all this, and said I'd put her in a difficult situation, because my brother was in her class this year, and by telling her about this stuff that's happening, that I had experienced from my mom and stepdad, I would be damaging her relationship with my mom and stepdad, which she would need in order to help my brother. She also told me that she didn't think my mom and stepdad had been that awful to me and that she had known me for years and had never seen any signs of them being awful. And she was angry at me that she would have to take further mandated action, which basically means she would have to report what I told her, even when she didn't think I was telling the truth. Now, when she said this, I was absolutely devastated by her not believing me. And I tried several more times throughout the school year to get her to understand, but she kept getting angry at me and sometimes yelling at me or telling me things like, I'm not proud of you when you tell me things like this. Eventually, I stopped trying to get her support, even as multiple events unfolded at the school involving my mom and the police being called. And when I wanted Mrs. Smith's support, she basically told me to get away from her and stay out of it. She was then happy when I stopped trying to get her support and wanted to go back to acting like everything was normal and I wasn't somehow struggling behind the scenes. She still wanted me to come to her class at recess and after 
after school. She continued pulling me out of class to help her with things and stuff like that. I still see Mrs. Smith occasionally because my little sister who's nine years old still goes to that school. Mrs. Smith also still has my phone number and texts me from time to time, particularly when she hears or sees me on the news. I do have a pretty public job overall. She also still likes to talk to other people about me and how much she loves me and how special I am to her. Whenever I see her, she wants to hold my hand and parade me around and tell everyone about all my accomplishments like she is somehow responsible for them. And everyone she talks to in this way is always complimenting my special relationship I have with her. As I get older, I feel less and less comfortable with this dynamic and more and more angry and confused about how she as an adult could have treated me as a 13-year-old so cruelly when I disclosed the details of my awful situation and then how she spent the intervening 15 years pretending that never happened at all. Part of me wants to cut ties with her altogether and tell her to stop texting me and interacting with me. Another part of me feels like she was such an important person in my life for a long time and it might be better to have a conversation with her about how I feel about what happened when I was 13. I highly doubt she's going to understand why what she did was wrong or that she will apologize in the slightest. More than likely, she'll either deny that these things happened the way that I remember them or she'll blame me and tell me that it was really my fault for lying and telling her stuff like this at all or better yet, she'll get emotional and start crying and need me to comfort her for what she did. But I do think it might be helpful for me to say my piece and set her straight on what our actual relationship feels like to me. So maybe then she'll stop talking to other people about how close we are and how special I am to her. And at least it might help me to get it off my chest. But I also know she's very conflict avoidant, which is what led to this problem to begin with. So if I text her and say, I'd like to talk about some stuff that happened when I was 13, she is definitely not going to want to talk about it. But if I just say, hey, let's get some coffee and she says, okay, and then I bring this up without warning her, I feel like I might be tricking her or forcing her into a conversation that she would not have consented to if she had known, which might not be fair for her at all. I've thought about writing this stuff down in a text or email or a letter, but I know she probably won't reply to it and then I'll probably feel very anxious waiting for some kind of response that probably won't come my way. I don't like being ignored and I don't like worrying about someone's reaction. What should I do? Honestly, this sounds like an incredibly inappropriate relationship. Like, let me get this straight. This teacher not only knew about the awful situation that you were in with your mom and stepdad, but she also made it a big deal and tried to pretend like this is your fault for telling her about it. She is literally not only an awful teacher, but also an awful human being. Who in their right mind would listen to what a kid is telling them and be like, wow, I can't believe you're putting me in this situation. Like, what are you talking about? You're a mandated reporter. You have an obligation to protect this student. Like, are you really going to look at me and say, oh man, this is such a bad thing for me specifically. Oh, okay. What about the kid who's telling you all about what they're going through? I'm sure that's a much bigger deal than whatever you're going through mentally. Honestly, if I was in your shoes and I'm speaking for myself, I absolutely would confront her about this. I would tell her straight up, listen, I don't like you using my name as some kind of bartering chip for your own clout. We are not friends. You were an awful person when I was a child and you did not listen when my mom and stepdad were being awful to me. So please keep my name out of your mouth. That's what I would say personally, because in my opinion, if someone's been awful to me, even if I realize it later in life and I'm starting to connect the dots and that person is trying to use my name to gain favor from other people, that would literally drive me crazy. There's no way I'm going to be okay with that because the fact of the matter is she literally tried to gaslight you into thinking that this is your fault, that you were just lying and you were putting her in a bad situation. I mean, don't even get me started on the fact that she's like, oh, you should call 
call me over the summer. Meanwhile, you're what, 12, 13 years old? Like, no, that is highly inappropriate. I'm so sorry you dealt with this. And honestly, you do not deserve to be treated this way. But I think whatever you decide to do, from the sounds of it, you have a high profile public job. And I think you just need to be careful about the way you do handle this. But regardless of whatever happens, whether you just straight up block her and move on with your life, or if you choose to confront her, that's honestly up to you. However you decide to go about doing this, I want to say I'm so sorry you dealt with this, and hopefully things get better for you and your life. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. My girlfriend puts a limit on what she is willing to do for me as her boyfriend, stating that unless I make her my wife, she is not willing to step up and show me that she cares. And now I'm kind of at a crossroads and I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So my girlfriend and I have been dating for about seven months now. She's a 22-year-old female and I'm a 23-year-old male. She has brought up a lot of situations where she would not be willing to do things for me because I didn't put a ring on it. That includes making me food or living literally just taking care of me in a certain way or taking care of me too much. Since we have been together, I have done so much for this girl. I never for one second thought of what I would put a limit on in terms of what I would do for my girlfriend because I never felt like there was a limit as to what you would do for your partner if you really love them. I never thought you needed a title to determine how much or how far you would go for your partner. Since we began dating, I have taken care of this girl by covering her rent for a month because she has not been working 
working. I also bought her a new laptop because she didn't have a laptop for school and she needed one in order to work. And this was a MacBook Pro. This was really expensive. And this would be to help her with her side hustles or just be used for schoolwork. And it was just for straight up necessity. I have also went to Chicago with this girl in January and covered everything, which amounted to just around $2,000 for the whole trip. Since dating, this girl has not spent money on one single date or bought me a single gift except for my birthday, which was prior to me asking her to be my girlfriend. And I never for once asked. I have covered every single date and I'm pretty sure I've been on over 100 dates at this point. I have bought her gifts for Christmas. I have bought her gifts for Valentine's Day. I have bought her flowers all the time. And whenever she gets them, they just die within a few weeks. I was also just about to plan a $2,000 vacation to the Dominican Republic for her birthday. I will add that since we started dating, she has not been working a consistent job and had to quit her job right before we started talking because she was getting bothered at her job as her job was mostly full of men. My point being is that I have never put a limit as to what I would do for her regardless of if she's my wife or not. I love her and I would do anything for her. She did make me breakfast a couple of times months ago and she all of a sudden switched things up and said that she's not going to do these things unless I put a promise ring on her finger or at least actually marry her. In a heated argument we had a few days ago, I asked her if she always had this kind of general rule as to what she would do or not do for me if I didn't put a ring on her finger. She then proceeded to tell me that she's only focused on what benefits her in the relationship and she doesn't ever think about that. So because of the situation, I need to ask the internet, what do you think is the limit of what a man should do for the girlfriend who is not their wife? It could be paying for their bills, spending money on a vacation, as well as visiting them too. What would you put a limit on as to what you would do? Hopefully I can get some answers because at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Your girlfriend is awful. Can I just say that first and foremost? Like she is literally in this just to take from you. She hasn't given anything to you. She takes all your money, all of your time, and it still is not good enough. She doesn't reciprocate this in the slightest. Like I'm even second guessing if she even loves you in the first place. Like this is not normal. It is not normal for your girlfriend to be like, oh, you want me to care for you? Okay, you better marry me first. First off, that is crazy talk. Also, you two are in your early 20s. She's 22 and you're 23. And yeah, you could definitely get married to that age. But for starters, you've only known her for seven months. And in those seven months, she's basically put a wall up and said, I'm not going to do anything for you unless you put a ring on my finger and marry me. Like, is she serious right now? So she's willing to accept all these gifts and presents and all this love from you. But for her to reciprocate, she's going to require you getting married to her. That doesn't sound right in my opinion at all. Honestly, the only thing that's astounding to me is the fact that you're putting up with this. Like you are literally accepting breadcrumbs from her while effectively bending over backwards just to appeal to your girlfriend who, by the way, is showing straight up that she's just using you. So if I was in your shoes, I would be reevaluating this relationship. Your girlfriend sounds like an awful piece of work and it doesn't sound like she cares about you in the slightest. And if I were in your shoes, I would stop taking that as soon as possible. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.